Hello and welcome to our the Inner Power podcast, another episode in the season three. And today's episode, we're gonna interview Matt. Matt, oh we're gonna God. take you yeah. under the magnifying glass <laughs> for a change. Grab my comfort cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about um, about you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, at the moment we are at Academy, beautiful Academy that went through a lot of transformation recently. Right? It's our new podcast there as well. Uh, and seeing. Yeah, yeah. I think in. we will have to just <laughs> drop some pictures um, yeah. on our page just to share it with the audience so they can yeah. see it. But I would like to firstly find out a little bit more. Um, how did you get into martial arts and how did you become a founder and owner of Cheltenham Martial Arts Academy. Well, this is going to be a long answer. Well, just so try, to, <laughs> try to keep it in, the, in a I'll keep it short. as short as I can. So I first did martial arts about, oh, see, now I've got to give me age away. And someone yesterday said I looked 30. I don't want to make a big deal about it, but someone said I was 30. I'm not going to bang on about it, but that's what I said, that I looked 30. I was okay. like, thank you very much. All right. So anyway, it was forty years ago. <laughs> now I understand why this answer might be really long. Yeah. No. Okay. So um, my my mum encouraged me to do judo, and I didn't really know what that was. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously, way back, I was about eight years old. Oh no, give me age away, but it's just giving away anyway. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I went along to my local primary school. I think it was yeah Friday evenings, mm-hmm. and um started judo. I, and I was asked my mum, what, what, what is it? I don't know what this is. And she said, oh, you throw people around. So then <laughs> I remember just waiting for the, you know, this initial start date. And um, my mum had this, like, cuddly toy dolphin or whatever. So I was, like, flinging that on the bed mm. in preparation for it. And um, joined. Um, and I just loved it. I really, I, I really enjoyed it. It was only once a week, unfortunately. Mm. It was one of the, the teachers used to drive to the school and, drive around different places I guess that was you know they had a, a daytime job um part of the that's how I started yeah well, right yeah. you have to get the mats out of the van and um and when it was summer we used to do it in the playground like on the hard concrete and it was kind of nice because it was warm but at the same time you really felt the concrete underneath these mats and put the canvas mm-hmm. down and then put them all back and then have to take them out because we hadn't done it tidy and put them back in again um but I really enjoyed it unfortunately I moved away we moved well Say fortunate, unfortunately, or fortunately, um, moved away from that area and couldn't couldn't really find um, another one. I don't know if in, even though if that's probably not still going because I, I remember the, there was a lady instructor and then her son took over at some point. So mm. yeah, so that that's how I initially got started. Did that for what three, just over three years, I think. Mm. Got to yell about. So um, cool. And then I tried kung fu. Um, as a teenager, um, really enjoyed that. But I went back the next week, the guy went there, just gone. So I think mm. he tried to set up or whatever. And I was like, oh, that, that really frustrated because it took, at that point, you know, the confidence was wherever it was. So it, was, it, it took a lot for me to go. I uh, went with one friend for the trial and then went back the next week with a different friend. Um, and they weren't there. I was like, oh, 
Okay, so you started with judo. Then yeah. it was a little bit of kung, little bit of kung fu. Right. Then fantasizing of like, I'll of be course. walking home one day and some Chinese master might just like open a door and say, come on in, I'll teach you <laughs> uh, everything you need to know. Seriously. I've right. told many people that. Anyway. <laughs> there we go. Secrets <laughs> being <laughs> revealed <laughs> on this episode. That's not the style that you're teaching. So tell me a little bit about... What, how I... Where yeah. I am now, yeah. So, like, that has contributed a lot. Mm-hmm. It has contributed a lot. Um, I heard about my instructor Stephen Thompson mm-hmm. um, long before I uh, decided to, you know, go along to one of his classes. Did some traveling, and whilst I was away, I thought, you know, I've always had this thing about martial arts, so I'm, I'm going to take it up when I get back. It was mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. I felt, you know, what black belt was like this myth sort of thing. So we're talking about. Uh, when did I go traveling? 99, so it was just around about in the 99. Um, I, I came back from traveling. I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Aikido. Well, that'll do. It's because um didn't really know. You know, I had to pick something, right? Mm-hmm. And then sat in a pub one day for some friends. Um, and the guy said, oh, I'm going to go and check out this uh, kickboxing place in Gloucester. Was, uh, Stephen was at Bristol Road at that time. Uh, and... <clears throat> he said, "Oh, he's a champion kickboxer. He, you know, he's world champion. He's you know for however many years. I think it's ten years. Stephen was world champion for." I said, "Okay, let's go down." I thought, you know what? I I wanted to work on my fitness a little bit. I was doing you know, just exercises at home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I'll go for my fitness. That's that is why I'm going to join up. Mm-hmm. So went down, did a kickboxing class with Steve. Oh my god, I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and kept going because when I went traveling I sold my car right mm-hmm. so I had to rely on friends mm-hmm. to you know pick me up and they weren't maybe it, it wasn't for them which is fine so the reason I bought a car again was so I could get down there and do my training <laughs> that became my mission because it's like no I don't want, I don't want to stop doing this I, I'm really enjoying it got got well into it um didn't think much about a black belt I have to be honest at the mm-hmm. time and then I think uh, I think the first grade and come up. Um, I don't know if I just I don't I won't bother with that because I didn't know any better. I mm-hmm. obviously know I understand loads more now, right? Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> Stephen said, well, you know, if you're just going to stay in this class. You're just staying beginners. If you don't grade, you're just going to stay as a beginner level. You know, there's your intermediate and we have an advanced class. I was thinking, hmm, okay, so what is more? <laughs> okay, let's let's do that. So okay. well, that went went through. Carried on with the kickboxing then. I think going for my orange belt, we started. That was when the the Wadaru Karate was introduced, mm-hmm. and again, it was a bit of a. I wasn't used to change. I don't think when I, on hindsight, change wasn't a great thing for mm-hmm. me back then. Whereas now, I really embrace it as much as I can. Um, oh, but you'll have you know, to get this belt. You're going to have to do some Wadaru. Oh, I don't want to do karate. I just, I'm happy with the kickboxing. Mm-hmm did the karate, oh my god, I love this, <laughs> and that was it then, you know, we're, I, I was off, um, I was quite fortunate in my training, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen did employ quite a few different instructors, mm. um, which I feel I benefited a lot from, because I picked up on, everyone got their own unique way, you know, yeah. from your own martial arts experience, so everyone got their own unique way, and and actually, some, they were all really good, all really great instructors, and I just remember a few 
can't remember his second name, but remember his name is Terry. So, you know, Matt, you've got some really strong punches here on the you know, when we're working pads. Mm-hmm. And he said, you, you know, you, if you had to defend yourself, you'd hurt someone or something like that. It, it wasn't meant the intent of hurt. It was mm-hmm. just whatever. I can't remember the exact words, but it, it really boosted my confidence, you know, a lot. Um, and, you know, just how they praised me, it, it felt genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not, I never, I never needed to be the best martial arts artist in the world mm. um but i knew i was and i felt good you know i felt you know i'm, I'm getting this i'm getting this and yeah so that's that's pretty much it and then um steven's always had an open mind so mm. his background was um karate and then kickboxing he, he studied some kung fu to help him compete so he always had this open minded approach to the training so he introduced um some other um different martial arts styles Hmm. test out really and try out so Would we you judo say, i was yeah. like yes oh my god back to judo it was, it was we did that about three months and would you say he was the the mentor number one who opened your mind up to the possibilities um and to or maybe make you made you hungry for to explore and see what else is out there yeah yeah so that, in that sense 100 percent hmm. um because I was I was an engineer at the time, and and it's it's more on hindsight that I can look back and I can see people within that when I was in that role as mentors as well, mm-hmm. but obviously not martial arts necessarily business. But a lot of the the good stuff I learned, I've I've been able to apply into to what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I can't really knock uh, knock that. Um, of course not. Before I maybe not may uh, may not have said so much mm-hmm. about it, but it's obviously as we we grow younger. Uh, we kind of look things back, but definitely 100% Stephen. Um, yeah, really, he, he put me on such an amazing path, and, and that's why it was very important to me when, um, you know, I'm sure we'll get on to that, but when I, I kind of broke away, but not broke away, you know, I, I, I took this on as my own rather than um, it just made sense for both of us at the time. Um, that's why he's, you know, such an important part person within my life. Um, I will always see him as my instructor and, you know, his, his good friend, Everton Smith, you know, mm. over in Newport martial arts. So they're very important to me in, in my journey because they have, they've, they've seen something in me that I didn't see. Stephen, um, you know, he moved a little bit away from obviously you only do competing for so long from his, his point of view for himself. So he, he really got into personal development. So I, I probably, whether I'd heard of say the likes of Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, through his mentorship, that's that's how I came about understanding what's personal development and um, you know the power of that. And I think I feel quite privileged that my journey with Stephen as well, I, I got to see that that transition into it, mm. um, and yeah, the the power of that, and as it it started to become more and more of part of you know what he was he wanted and obviously then eventually he sent something in me that um i did a course for Stephen to learn mm-hmm. a bit more about the martial arts business side of things of course and you know, how to run a school and an academy and um you know how to maintain you know those standards um but isn't that interesting <coughs> like because as i'm listening to you i hear you know all of those wonderful things that you've got from being surrounded by such a amazing uh, people, amazing coaches, mm. 
and obviously you've been running your own school for how long 15 years now so yeah i left um 2005 mm -hmm. uh, handed my notice in as a electrical engineer for the last time because i'd left twice before that the same place to go traveling so that, you know my traveling experience um you know was a was a big part of you know that played a massive part i think in you know where i am at as well mm -hmm. um <clears throat> um so yeah, I did this course with Stephen. Uh, well, initially, what happened Ange, is that I was training one day, and there was like an assistant instructor course that came up, and now not interested in that, no interest at all in teaching. It sounds great. Again, it was, it's one of these things that's for someone else, and um, can't remember because it took about five years to get my Wado Wado black belt um, with about a six month gap to. You know, to go off traveling again, basically. Um, so, um, where was I at? So, yeah, he they were talking about this course, and he come in, say about it, blah blah, come out. No, not for me. And the one day he came in, he said, you know, even if it is that you want this, you know, this course on the assistant instructor, um, it will help improve your martial arts. That was it. You said that in the first place. I'm sold. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was training like sometimes, definitely twice a week. Mm. If I missed, if, if it was down to one, then I must have been exhausted. And all I would think is, I just got to turn up. On a bad day at work, I'll turn up. And then I, there's a couple of points I was training pretty much most nights. And um, when then it, obviously they were doing, well, not obviously, but they was Stephen was then running some more leadership courses and teacher training courses so I, I was really signing up to everything that I could do you know in terms of the martial arts and learning what I could and um and then working on my personal development at the same time so I did this assistant instructors course I thought I quite like this and uh, started helping out with birthday parties and then I would just assist in class uh, and to pass this assistant instructors course because I and the only way I could pass I think I was doing all the work we were talking a lot about personal development. Got my first audio was um, feel the fear and do it anyway. So it was the first personal development audio CD because that was we had to do that to mm -hmm. pass this course. Do you remember doing it with Don Van? Like, I can't. Don't, don't. No, no, I can't. No, I just remember putting it, you know, CD in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have the MP3s in or whatever. Oh my gosh! Old yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time. So this was about two thousand and two. Um. Was it 2002, 2002, 2003, 2003, 2003, my apologies, so 2003, oh, I'm a stickler for dates, you know, <laughs> 2003, did this course, and then <clears throat> I think I would, he was trying to get, you You had to come and assist in the class to pass the course, right, I thought, I'm not standing at the front of a class, because it was about 30, 40, sometimes 60, it was a big room, sometimes there was quite a lot of people training there. It was a big, big old room. It's uh, something else, a similar sort of gym or martial arts center now, but in Stevens elsewhere. Um, I went, no, not a chance. And he grabbed me. I think we have one week left of this six-week course. I was just running out. And he said, if you don't come in and assist, then you'll fail this course. Now, I didn't do great at the martial um, uh, my exams. I thought, no, I'm not failing another thing. So I just, I'm just going to suck it up. I'll stand there. And as soon as I realised that actually no one's looking at me, they're looking at the instructor. I was right. Mm. Um, and because I, I, 
obviously quite a high grade. I got the black belt in 2002. So 2002, I got my first time. So as a black belt, maybe I felt a bit nervous, a bit of imposter syndrome might have been kicking in. And yeah, go and help them on the pads, go and show them this on the pads, go yeah, hold the pads. So I was straight away involved, not just stood there, like, <laughs> um, encouraged them to walk around. So finished the course and I just carried on assisting. So I would assist before I do. I'd assist in the class before I would teach. Uh, before I would train, basically, because mm. um, I felt it's going clean stuff, <laughs> and then and then I'll train after I've done my assisting. I absolutely loved it. And I was asked to do birthday parties. And Stephen was opening up another academy then in Gloucester. Um, it's just still there. Um, his sister's runs a. Um, it's called Jamax. Yeah, mm. runs something else there. So yeah. Um, uh, joined up on it, it was, um, it was called Career Intense Training. So I, I think about six or eight months later, I was thinking, I, I'm, I can't be, I can't stay where I'm staying. It, it, it wasn't bringing the best out of me anymore. Um, it probably wasn't very nice to work with by that point. I don't know, but it was a long time ago. I thought I need to leave. And then obviously I heard that they was opening up this other academy, had a chat with Stephen about it and it was obviously I had a good good career I uh, drove back home um, before I'd got ha, probably I remember where I was actually because I, I used to live in Avenue so I got to Ab, um, Eastern Avenue in Gloucester got up to the traffic lights thought, no this is it this is what I'm doing went back signed up um, and there was about 15 people signed up for this course and there was like one job available and I just thought that is going to be mine i got a lot of work to do on my confidence <laughs> and you got it yeah i got it yeah i got it i think i had a bit of maybe a bit of nudging from um so what happens um there was someone i was trained with stuart davis uh he had pretty much been offered the role of you know, head instructor at that academy at the time so this was um we're coming up to about 2004 2004 and I've made that decision so we we're on this career intense training so every I'd be training every Monday then go and learn as much as I could about systems and um, what to say when to say it how to say it um, obviously there, there was promotional work involved then but we go uptown and bow to someone <laughs> <laughs> stick out a hand and try and see if they would you know, we could generate up a bit of interest in them then perhaps come in to have a look and see what it was all about. Um, so that that was a big barrier for me to have to get over. Really. So it sounds like you've been, you know, like a journey and a half from where you were to where you're right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just scraping the surface, right? <laughs> well, so maybe we're gonna, you know, just Slow jump down. to another question because you know, just I've got a few more questions I would like to ask you mm -hmm. about, and um, I love listening to your story, but you have so much so much um, condensed amount of information, mm. so much of information right there mm. that I think we'll have to do a separate recording just for that alone. Um, I would I like to I ask you... I write another book, right? Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Yeah. So I'd like to know, um, as we're just moving you know, fast forward to today, Yeah. Um, what is the current direction of the Academy and what led you to choose that direction? Right, so again, I got... Big up some mentors that I've had. It'll always come back to Stephen. All right. Mm -hmm. So in the end, I went to work as a, an assistant instructor in Gloucester. Um, 
brand new location and um, help build that to about, I think it was around 200 members. I want to say nine to 12 months. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Um, so obviously, you know, that, that was a big thing. I had a lot. And coming onto that team, it was one of some of the best days of my life. Um, we we got we would have staff training. That was twice a week in the mornings on Wednesday, and Wednesday, and talking about obviously where we're at. A lot of personal development, a high energy team, uh, really so supportive of each other at that time. Um, it, I, I literally went from. Imagine going north to 60 in a point, 0.2 seconds or whatever. It really felt like that. There was days I was really exhausted because um, I was work, working quite long days. So I, I was so determined to make that work because um, it was like you know, I'd given up a, a career to do that, to, to do this new thing. And there was a lot, there was a massive risk, massive, massive risk because um, I'm going into a job where there was no members. Hmm. basically um so did that and then two years we came to Cheltenham Stephen invested in um up on the high street where is it now Cheltenham um so it was part of Karate World then um my name went on a lease that was really to I guess to, to protect him which made sense um Stephen invested the money um we had a, an agreement that um uh, obviously I was, I was paid during that time um but yeah, yeah um my, my pay would stay quite low until like what had been invested was paid back. So straight away, I'm determined to, to do that. So we got to about 200. That was within six to south, uh, six to nine months. So a bit more experience now. Um, and it just hit basically. Um, so obviously with the personal development, that was a big unique selling point. And then as time went on, we, we um, moved location again. Things changed a little bit, and then Stephen, you know, we had a conversation. So, you know, you mentioned about buying this. Would you be interested in, you know, buying your location out? I said, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I'm happy about that. A few people have left in the past and done their own thing, but I'm not going to go into that. Um, you know, with Stephen, mm-hmm. and it—he was so generous. From from my point of view, very generous. It was hard times, all right, but it, I was always found it was always fair. It was always fair and just wanted us you know, all to grow. Um, so I then sought out some other mentors when I, so like in 2013, I bought that location out. Obviously we still send our black belts. We all collaborate together when it comes to black belt grading and I'm trying to, you know, pretty much stay in. We have different things, but we're teaching the same thing. So Stephen and Everton, are, they're doing their own personal development. So we're all doing personal development basically, mm. you know, through, uh, a variety of things so I, I sought out their new mentors I think just before we left actually we, we were just looking at the I Love Kickboxing program so me and Stephen went over to the States um, and really dived into right what's this fitness kickboxing all about um, and that's where I picked up my mentor you know another my next mentor I suppose in, within martial arts business Michael Perella and that's why this reception area here is the way it looks basically so i was in a not very nice building but we may do um and he just you know gave me a lot of advice on you know things to look at and because i was doing a lot of the mindset or personal benefit coaching i thought this is going to be my 
this is the, the center. So five years ago, today, actually, of us recording is when we we opened up here. Um, I covered so up the five years today. Five years today. Oh, wow. So we're recording this. Well, <laughs> we're celebrating. On the day of recording, it's the 16th of April, right? So we're recording mm-hmm. this on the 16th. So when this goes out, it'll be a few days later. Mm-hmm. It'll be on the 18th of April, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, um, yeah, so the 16th of April, we opened up these doors and covered up all the windows and come in and ripped up. It was a, it was whatever it was before. I gutted it and then got someone in to come in and do the work because yeah. um, I'm not. I'm not the best deal. Guys, I did see the pictures of this place, what it looked like before, and <laughs> it, uh, it would scare the ghost, you know, if you know what I mean. It wasn't the nicest place, but now, on the other hand, this is my experience, you know, mm. I really love what you've done with it, um, and I love the atmosphere of this place. And I suppose the question where, when I asked you, why did you choose this direction, you know, because the current direction you have is not only martial arts, it's the personal development it, where do you want to go with this? Yeah, I mean, the vision. Uh, yeah, so the vision. So we're talking five years. That we came here five years ago, but this is a this was a vision that I had for five years. So it's like I'm, I'm my vision. It I'm now five years into a vision I had ten years ago. So would you say that it's materializing now? It's materializing. It's been materializing. So when I came here, obviously, you know, I had the. I think I not long launched my book. Then I was doing them. Then I was doing them a podcast or the mindset explosion, talking about personal development. I think I don't quite like this. There's other things I can do. I, I felt like I, you know, built something great. I wanted this area to be about social. I think I said to you the other day there was a, a sitcom in the eighties called Cheers, and the, the theme tune was I want to go where everyone, uh, a place where everyone knows my name and I feel welcome. So that was really really important to me. Um, and having this just warm, friendly feel that when you walk in, and then, and we haven't even got to the class yet or the courses or whatever mm. you know like people would be doing. So, invested a lot. I've had a bit of wear and tear. I've had quite a lot of wear and tear over the last five years, and the pandemic um, hasn't really helped. Um, so, where I want to go, obviously, thank you because this window feature you. Uh, handcrafted, I gotta say, it is amazing. Um, and obviously, you, you, you come and put your own personal, or well, not personal touch, you know, your your thought into it, and it it worked for me even since. So before we first began our collaboration, right, that we had a well-being event here. Um, it was Nina Jenkins was teaching yoga for a little while. Um, I had Nikki coming in doing uh, bonsai like a Tai Chi type of stuff. So I wanted this to be well-being. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's a, some. so it kind of was feeding in that way, which is pretty good. Um, obviously, other people, you know, when, when you've got someone else that's coming in, it, it kind of can work, not work, or people got to move on and yeah, they're all doing great, which is, you know, it's nice to see. Um, so, I, yeah, mental health, uh, anything how it's mental health, building confidence. Obviously, we've had this pandemic, it's a huge impact on children and adults. So the direction that I want this to go is to be, uh, it's martial arts, it's fitness, it's personal development. It is a safe zone, friendly, uh, no ego, just people that come in. And I think with the martial arts, if you want to find a fight school, we're probably not for you. Uh, we we want 
I just want to help people's if I was good at football, I would be doing this through football. I would have a football centre. And with the well-being, it's touching on all elements of body, mind, soul. Uh, obviously, we've got you know a big, few big quotes in here now that, we've all, like me and you, have always been about, really, and ha- empowering people, um, working on their transformation and their growth. And it's understanding, you know. I know you also added an um, additional element to everything what you do, because obviously you've gone back to teaching yeah. uh, full-time, pretty yeah. much. And you introduced a theme night, which is completely different take on on the kickboxing class, uh, which you're doing. You know, and Tell me a little bit about that. Because so the theme nights aren't that, um, they're not that old. They're not that new, excuse me. Mm. So we, we used so to do... had them before? Yeah, we used to do them all ah. the time, right? So the first one I think we did, I was still on the high street. So we, um, again, this is down to my mentor going over to the States. So I, I have invested, we're not talking hundreds, it's beyond tens of thousands mm. into having the, the right design on that fitness kickboxing class, the psychology and the science behind it. That's why I was a bit frustrated about some people have copied my stuff, but I don't want to go into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As in the class plan, I wish them well. Um, but I've put a lot of work into this. Mm. And I, it's not just the investment, it's the time, it's the energy. So that class works so well. It's been frustrating for me over the last three years that I had to cut the class back mm. because of there was you just couldn't do certain things because it, people wouldn't have liked it or whatever and obviously everyone got different thoughts and you know the whole of COVID I'm not going into that either but mm. the thing is you can't please everyone no, you can't. and I noticed that um, I've wanted to get back to certain things within there um, and now right here we are so yeah I've, I've put a lot into it the theme nights are um, they're a bit of fun okay and obviously I've been running these you know since we've relaunched them um, I think the back end of the last year, right? Yes. Um, and it's just, I, I try and make them a little bit harder. But mm-hmm. the f- whole point is, it's, it's nice. People have a bit of a laugh and a giggle. So, you know, we've got to take our training seriously, but also we got to have some fun when we're doing it. And oh. it makes the seriousness a little bit easier, right? Well, so. guys, just to uh, mention uh, that um, we're... Matt is running his classes. Uh, I'm not talking about the theme nights. Even though they are hard, they are still full of fun. So it's not like the fun is only assigned to the theme nights. You know, mm-hmm. fun is here, from my experience, you know, every single day. The, and I do like, why I asked about the theme nights was, what was the purpose of adding element of fun to everything what we do here? Or what you do here? You know, what is the purpose of that? What happens when you laugh? Yeah. You relax. You relax. You work some other muscle groups. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, yeah, yeah. Reason. <laughs> no, it, it is. It is about. Uh, I want this to be a safe zone, uh, a fun place. And with the theme nights, people don't have to dress up if they don't want to. Oh, Sometimes cool. they forget. Oh no, I forgot. It's a theme night. Don't worry about it. We're gonna have some fun. But they've been and, extremely popular, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They, they people love them. They, oh, the last one we did was Wild West. Um, so what is the next one? Beach party theme night. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and I, 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 I kind of figure with that one. Um, don't come in a bikini. <laughs> I didn't think that one through. So, that's the, <laughs> um, but yeah, don't bring any sand either. <laughs> People 
but over here I ate salmon. But I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. It is, yeah. yeah. And I just I do the classes, and it runs a similar format, but a little bit, you know, a bit of a twist on there as well, and special playlist. So I see. And I get involved. You know, like yeah. summarizing everything what you do here, you've got this um, like wild spectrum and way of looking at you know people's health um, and well being. Yeah. So you the, are training the physical body. You're helping them to expand their vision, you know, and build their strength and believe in themselves. So whatever they do, they do it with confidence, which is yeah. amazing. You're adding lots of different elements that can contribute in people's health and well-being, and you're testing and trying different things because everybody's different, and that is really truly inspiring. And I would like to ask you this final question I have, you know. What are the three things you would like the Academy to be remembered by? Well, that we were there when you most needed it. And I think um, I think we really proved that in, in lockdown. Um, uh, well, I hope I did because, first of all, staff, it was important. I kept them on a, a full wage, you know, even though they were furloughed. So that was really important to me because it, it, was, it was a dark time. I didn't know what was going to happen. We are still feeling effects of it, so that that was important to me. We had a, a bit of a moment where I'm in here crying, don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, then we didn't know where, what was happening with furlough, so that that was the first thing. Um, and I'm so glad that um, I don't, you know, it's a bit bigging myself up in a way, but it's not. But um, I was doing three classes a day from a living room for fitness kickboxing, um, and. And the team actually they, they volunteered to, you know, do some help out with some martial arts classes, um, which we gave for free. We gave back to all the members for free, and then some were still a lot. Obviously, you know, it was fearful times. So a lot of people did stop paying, but that was fine. Um, and those that carried on, we gave them that. That carried on, continued paying. That they got that three months back. Maybe wasn't the smartest business decision in terms of money. But I don't regret it at all because uh, I, I've seen the effects of people before class, then after class, and as the time went on, I was real noticing that um, on Zoom, you know, on the Zoom screen, that in their face, their demeanour, I was feeling it a bit myself, to be honest with you. So everything since then is about like how do I everything I've done, I've made some smart business decisions and some bad business decisions over the last three years. But I don't regret them either. It was all about, you know, creating this a safe place. Even if I was, you know, um, stepping out from here to do other things, it was everything was for here and the, to to help this place. So I want it to be remembered as a safe place where people make great friendships and they could come in and be themselves without judgment. You know, we're very diverse here. Um, in in people's way of life were open-minded to it and that it had some sort of impact on them and I highlighted a book I wrote you know a long time ago just just before even before we did the fitness kickboxing you know this is about children that I'd helped through martial arts and, and I strongly believe you get a lot from martial arts anyway you get a lot from most sports you know that right but with the personal development added in um and, and even now, I look at the odd message from some who's now an adult that <laughs> I was teaching when they were a kid. I'm like, oh my God, it's blown my mind. Um, oh, 
Mr. Rubman, they still call me Mr. Rubman. Uh, I, I, I was at uni the other day, or I, I've just started my new career in my dream job. Thank you so much for what you taught to me in class all those years ago. Or I still can hear you saying, come on, motivating me or whatever I would have said. Um, and even with adults, I know um, one that's just popped in my head now that um, she, I think she at the time should have been late 40s, sorry, if not. Um, a single mum, four children, and you know maybe a bit stuck. And something I'd said, and she went off and did a master's in psychology. Wow! Uh, and that's her business now. So it, you know, you uh, never know. You right? never know. You never, you never know. know. Even beyond that side of martial arts, when, when we've done podcasting and the mindset explosion, you you never know who's listening. You never know who's watching that. And I've had again, it's. It, the message has, has come through, you know, what you said. I, I'm sorry, I don't like commenting on things and been watching you for, you know, listening to you, what you're saying, but it's really helping me at the moment. Thank you. So that's how I want this to be remembered, that, you know, it is a safe place and it's uh, where people can come and train without judgment. You don't need to be super fit. You don't need a, you know... I love the quote you have on the wall. What's that? Yeah, it's off my other mentor, yeah, Rob Moore. Yeah, start now, get perfect yeah. later. Don't start wait now. for the perfect moment. That's it. You just got to get started. Yeah, perfection. Perfection, don't worry about that. But you, yeah. we, we get better as we go. And that's how, I, that's how I've had to do everything. Yeah. You know, I started and I, I wasn't great at things and I've had to learn, you know, really the hard way. Mm-hmm. And I've heard this great saying <clears throat> that really stuck with me. Um, and it says... Perfectionism is a killer of progress. Yeah. And I i don't know about you guys, but I can raise both of my hands that there are many reasons, no, main reasons why I have not accomplished some of the things I wanted to accomplish. It was because I wanted to get them perfect first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is wrong way around. So wrong. So It's funny, you're with the book, right? Yes. I, um, again, this is... One of the mentors, he said, you know, you need to write a book. I'm going to actually mention that. Right? I, I was, I was meant to um, you know, mention that earlier. I mean, it's just case studies. And I got the cover done. I got the name of the book. Mm-hmm. And set, put it up on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I hadn't written a single thing. <laughs> so basically, I had 90, I think it was 90 days to write it. It allows uh-huh. you to do this. So um, I didn't know what I was going to put in there. I just knew what the title was. Well, that was a great start. Yeah, that was what we were told to do. This, so do that, put it out, and if you don't do it, again, sometimes it's just everyone's different. So for me, if you don't do it, you'll lose. You'll have bad footing to do another book with Amazon, which I haven't done. <laughs> yeah, but so that's what I did. Put it out. Right, okay. What can I? What, what now? What? Here's my title: Confident Kid Power. Was it? Uh, yeah. Release your child's full potential with martial arts. How, how am I going to do this? So I started one way, and I thought actually. I'm going to look at some people I've taught. And that's brilliant yeah. because basically uh, having real life case uh, studies. Yeah, yeah. Right? This team, help me with this word, testimonials. Testimonials, pretty yeah. much. Um, it's just uh, proof in the pudding. Yeah, definitely. Right? It's a proof yeah. in the pudding. So, guys, if you would like to get one of uh, Matt's books, you can get them from Amazon. Uh, it's such an easy read. Confident Kid <laughs> Power. I'm going to just bring it closer to you. I suppose we could share a link to that book as well if you're interested. And 
on that note, I would like to wrap it up and just thank you very much for this interview and just sharing the insights, you know, just and uh, your story with us. Um, I even, even though I thought, you know, I know Matt pretty well, you know, I've learned some things today that I didn't know before. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're and thank you for continuing job and what you're doing um, and how full-hearted, because I can't call it any other way, how you push uh, towards division and you won't serve people oh uh, yeah listen that that that's the, one of the things because I, I was spinning so many plates last year sorry i know we're about to wrap up but um my vision has always uh, been well, part of what i do i understand more than ever my role is to serve uh, and f- with an open heart from the heart some people may not always understand that that's okay don't worry about it but that has always had the best intentions for staff or members or everything but it, obviously you can't please everybody no. um and actually part of my the vision of you know well-being is being a well-being center obviously we're collaborating uh, and, and that's great because then i haven't got spin that plate we've got an expert as yourself to, that's here offering you know all that side of things as well as you know the martial arts and because you're martial arts base it it just slots in perfectly um is to be uh, i want one of the most professional not the most professional center um and to get back on it got a bit depleted in here because we had to shift things around again or not it's just because of covid but allowed it to stay that way a bit too long so it's nice to have this area back it's nice to um the comments we've had the, you know, this last few weeks, oh my god, it looks so nice, and about the, the the little the little touches that you can't see right now, basically. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, and it's come at a nice time. Five years on from being in the building, it's time for you know, five is the number of change. So it is. We're on the it next the next leg of the journey. And my time, ta- you know, I've been saying to members that my goal of twenty eighteen to have more well being in the center now, and you know, we've got. Obviously, Andrew well being here right now. So, uh, along with the podcast, um, I feel like I'm probably going to spend more time on the Inner Power podcast and Mindset Explosion because you know I, I just can't can't be everywhere all at once. Um, is hitting that it's hit that target. So it's you know we got some other targets to hit now, which we will probably share over the next however where we're going. So where we're going is yeah is is more well being, uh, some peak performance stuff working i want to work some you know professionals as well and uh hit hit these elements not just one target in one area there you go. <laughs> i can talk to him like four hours so on that note we're just gonna cut it down and i'm not gonna ask any more questions and i'm not gonna be wrapping gonna up you know, we just, oh it's, my gosh yeah i'm gonna say one more thing <laughs> cool. yeah, i've had some pooey tough times uh, and this is something that you help me if I was talking to a friend last night is just stick with it you're just shaking off the rubbish and mm. at the end you know it, you're left with it so stay with your dream it can feel hard at times you don't be afraid to mess up don't be afraid to take a risk um there's always a way and people will come and go and just wish them well uh, that's that and but stay true to your dream okay um <clears throat> because you're responsible for it and I think where things may be depleted, I've allowed other people's dreams to kind of slip in a little bit. So that, nah, that and that's my fault. No, not anyone else's. Okay, fault, Matt. Yeah. Last word. Last, last word. Last word. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye, guys. See ya. Bye, bye. <laughs>